Hey friends, Josh here. There's nothing more nostalgic when drinking beer than hearing the hiss of that bottle open up and release the aromatic siren song of hops, malted barley, and yeast. If drinking from a bottle is your thing, of course. Drinking a cold one from the bottle is cool, but having a draft poured straight from the keg, much more sophisticated. Also, tapping a keg is much more entertaining than a twist-off. As Pine Glass Preachers looks to grow, we need the help of you, our listener, to tap the keg. Tapping the PGP keg will help us cover the cost of producing one of the most mediocre podcasts available in 2018. So visit www.gofundme.com slash tap the keg to make your donation and tap the keg keeping twist-offs off our table for at least the next 12 months. Your gift to us, by the way, will in no way be tax deductible. So why not? Just head over to www.gofundme.com slash tap the keg. You can even stay in your Walmart-appropriate pajamas without having to get in your car. Or you could just do it the easy way and just pull it up on your mobile or desktop device right now. Thank you for listening and joining Gabe, Tom, and I around the table for occasional chats. Cheers. Now, on to the episode. Copernicus. Gravity. Imagine dragons. Wait, I screwed up. I screwed up. Welcome to Science with Brian, a special edition of Pine Quest Preachers with Dr. Brian O'Neill. Today, we will be discussing the metaphysical limits of the fabric of space Think of space time as a membrane of infinite universes stretch across all we can imagine into an infinite multiverse. And in each of these, I'm smarter than my brother. Flat Earth Theory. <laughs> Lab coats. Labradoodles. Special edition of Pine Class Preachers, uh, Science with Brian. This is our second time doing one with our good friend, uh, Dr. Brian O'Neill. And before we get to the science stuff, when we were off air, friends, I was discussing how my wife and I have recently been rewatching uh, Friends. And uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ross Geller. He's a paleontologist. And Brian, I'm wondering, have, have you ever been compared to Dr. Ross Geller? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Oh. Well, Brian, I wish I could be. For clarification, are you a paleontologist? Yes no. or no? No. Okay. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Um, but, Brian, glad to have you back for an episode of Science with Brian. I don't know why I decided to start talking. This is my first one. What do we do next? Well, we jump right into it and we ask the science question because this isn't like the whole episode kind of thing. Okay. Uh, we don't care. We don't care what we're drinking. We don't care about, you know, our sponsors and things like that. This is just let's get this moving. Right. OK. Speaking of getting moving, I'm going to we're going to start with this question. My brother calls me the other day. He's like, I got a question for you. I think it might be great for for uh, science, Brian. Wait, is I this agreed. Your, your brother Brian calls you, or your other brother? <laughs> I only have one brother. Oh, okay, okay, good, good, good. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is he a huh. clone of Doctor Brian O'Neill, like discussed in the last episode, or is it the real Brian O'Neill? Oh no, but we can we got cloning coming up on a, a future episode that we can talk about. But 
let's pretend for a minute that you're in a car. Okay. okay? You're driving along and you are in a space that you can drive this car at the speed of light. Okay. Your but car is moving just, at this at the speed of light. How fast, Brian? How fast is the speed of light? Calculation, please. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> mm, interesting. Okay, yeah. Tom, continue. All right, credibility shot. Yeah. All right. Oh, the, so... the biologist doesn't know things about <laughs> like physics. Oh yeah, how the universe expanded and created all biology on Earth. Apparently, right. right. Mm, interesting. <laughs> all right, so we're going speed of light. Roughly 300 million miles per second, okay? Or meters per second, sorry. And so if you were traveling in this car, would you be able to see its headlights? So the first thing you got to realize is a car cannot go the speed of light. Yeah, thank you for that. So, thank God you're so... here, Brian. No, no, no. Well, okay. So the first thing is, yeah, you cannot, you cannot, a car cannot go the speed of light because anything that has mass cannot travel at the speed of light. Einstein um, relative. Pretty sure the Millennium Falcon could travel the speed of light. <laughs> 12 parsecs per minute. The Star something. Trek Voyager could travel the speed of light. Um, Brian, no, you, you're just not doing well on this episode. I'm going <laughs> to let you know that. Listen, let me so, apologize for my partners. Carry on. So a so, thing that has mass in real in the real world cannot travel the speed of light. We're with you. Right. So unless it's made out of photons, which which are basically light particles, right? Okay. Uh, massless particles. Now, let's say, though, that since we are in a car and it has mass, um, we're going 99.999999999, whatever, um, percent the speed of light, right? Now, it depends on who the, the observer, because everything is relative now. We're at relativistic speeds. So from the inside, it would just look like normal. You would have your headlights on because your, your light would actually, it's not, like, it's not like you're in a car when you're throwing a baseball. Like if you're going 100 miles an hour, let's say I can throw a baseball 50 miles an hour, you could you open up your sunroof, throw a ball out of it, the, the baseball would go 150 miles an hour right? Yeah, yeah. That's not what's happening here. In When you turn on your headlights, your headlights are going to go the speed of light and that's it. And you're going to be slightly behind that. So because you're going static. Because yeah. you're going 99.99% to the speed of light, Brian? Yes. But what if the vehicle that you are in, let's just pretend we're in the Millennium Falcon here, okay? Just let's suspend reality for that portion of this. You are going exactly the speed of light if you are in the vehicle that is going the speed of light, do the headlights still appear? Hang on. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Hold your horses, Tom. Because it's actually pretty cool. From your viewpoint... You Am I moving too quickly for everybody? <laughs> oh. From your viewpoint, you would see headlights going out from you. But from someone outside the headlight, they would be what we call blue shifted so much that you would be shooting gamma rays out your headlights. And explain blue shifted. So, so you know when, um, Gabe, do this yes. for me. You're at an Indy, a NASCAR race, and the NASCAR drives by you. What sound does it make? No, mm. it's more like. Yeah. So, and and you notice when it goes, it goes. Oh, that's it goes, better. Lowers in pitch when it goes by you, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Now, that's because when it's coming at you, the sound waves are coming at you at a certain speed. And since the car is going at 200 miles an hour, what's happening is that the, the sound waves are like piling up in front of it. So it's actually a higher frequency when it's coming towards you. And when it goes away from you, it's at a lower frequency. Dude, so, so real quick. Is, yeah. This is sound dumb, but sound is going to travel faster than 200 miles per hour. Yeah, it's about 700. Okay, 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 got it. But All slower right. than the speed of light. <laughs> right, significantly, it seems like. Okay, got mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So the Just same thing happens when you turn on your headlights in your car, those, those waves basically pile up in front of you when you're going 99.9% .9 of the speed of light, such that they would then um, be, from an outside observer, they would be giant death gamma rays coming out of, of of the headlights. I so it wouldn't it. look like a headlight. It would look like a death gamma ray. Gamma rays are invisible, so you wouldn't be able to see them. So then, so then you don't see anything. Yeah. So like the light would basically disappear from the relative position of the onlooker. From our eyes, yes. But from inside the car, everything it would, would be, look normal. Would look normal. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Now, so now, cool, so now, if you are going, if we're in a a vehicle made out of photons, yep. massless particles. It's the Millennium Falcon. Also now photons as well, right? Or, or a mass. Tesla. Or a Tesla. Tesla. Sure, yes. They're a big sponsor you... of the show, so good. No, 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 no. We don't want them to be a sponsor of the show. <laughs> Why not? Their stock dropped like 7% overnight because Elon Musk uh, tweeted out a a practical joke on uh, on April Fool's and the stock dropped. Oh, Elon it's because he questioned the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which we all know is a true fact. And so therefore all people who were going to buy Tesla's said, no, thank you. Thank goodness. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Happy Pretty sure Easter. that's not what happened. Yeah. Right. Christ is risen. Tom. Keep moving. Indeed. So the cool thing about relativity is as you approach the speed of light, time slows down for you. So something going the speed of light, you wouldn't realize that you're moving and time stops so that the, the time that you reach speed of light to the time where you end at your destination would be instantaneous for you and no time would pass. So no, you wouldn't see anything because basically nothing exists at that time. So why doesn't, why doesn't that happen to light? Well, to, from the perspective of light, light passes from the sun to earth instantaneously. This actually does sound a lot like the resurrection, the future <laughs> upcoming one. It, well, there's something to that, right? Yeah, uh, well, that's I, why. I, that's why yeah. I said it. I don't just make yeah. things up like Brian does sometimes. Well, it's the <laughs> it's it's the classic joke of uh, you know to to God, uh, you know, a second is like a million years and a penny is like a million dollars. And so the guy goes up to him and says, "Hey, God, can I have a penny?" And God says, "Yeah, in a second. <laughs> no but seriously brian that is kind of trippy that so but how here here's my scientific question how do we is that just a hypothesis or has that actually been like how do we know that once you travel the speed of light basically time stops and travel is instantaneous so we've actually tested this and this is true we've put atomic clocks which are extremely um uh, streaming ac accurate clocks, right? What they do is they measure the rotations of electron around a cesium atom. You're talking about that um, thing like in Sweden. 
No, that giant circle centrifuge thing. That's a collider. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's the Large Hadron Collider. Okay, right? sorry, my bad. No, no, this is a, a device that you can get easy and you can make. Um, and it just counts the number of, because uh, electrons spinning around atoms are that, that's like, that's actually how we measure time now, okay? Um, a, a second is a certain number of revolutions of electrons around a cesium atom. So what we do is you can, you could put a, we, we've done this. Um, we've put a atomic clock, one stationary on Earth, and then another one in, um, in an airplane and flown it around a lot, a lot, a lot. And even though it's not um, nearly the speed of light, right? It's not anything. We can see that when they land the plane after they've flown around a bunch, that time is actually like a little bit before the time of the the clock that's on the ground dude that sounds made up but i believe you <laughs> yeah so so einstein's theory of relativity every the things that we have been able to test everything has come true from his his predictions He's quite the Einstein, I guess. Quite the Einstein. And his bagels are delicious as well. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Well, Brian, well, that's that was... his brothers, actually. Oh, oh yeah, his, his 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 less known brothers. They they couldn't they couldn't invent the theory of relativity. They could only make a couple of bagels. Yeah. So well, they Brian, need a thriving bagel. Brian, uh, we we appreciated your time and your explanation to us simple minds about the theory of relativity and light and light speed and gamma ray cannons and all that other kind of fun stuff. And that, folks, is Science with Brian. E equals MC squared. Curia. Triangle. Simple mitosis. Mitosis? Does he smell breath? That's from the cell multiplies. Oh, that's how it's That's how it's <laughs> <laughs>